Welcome to Speak Up and Stay Alive Radio with author, speaker, and your host, Pat Rulo, serving you a generous helping of everything you need to know to help you and your loved ones stay safe during any doctor or hospital visit. The program is not intended to replace medical advice from a licensed professional, but rather to encourage you to become a well-informed participant in your health and well-being. And now, your host, Pat Rulo. Hello and welcome. I'm Pat Rulo, the voice for patient safety, where each week we delve into little-known healthcare and hospital hazards, as well as other fringe topics that affect your health and well-being. I'm so happy you've taken the time to join me, and today I have lots to share with you. So, let's dig right in, shall we? Well, if you watch television at all, no doubt you've been forced to find out about the smart bed. The new bed is the Sleep Number 360, a self-adjusting smart bed that can warm your feet, adjust to your snoring, and more. According to their website, the bed, which uses Sleep Number's Sleep IQ technology, whatever that is, has four new signature features. The bed can self-adjust throughout the night, matching the sleep movements of the sleeper. For instance, if someone switches from sleeping on their side to sleeping on their stomach, the bed will adjust comfort in real time. The bed can also sense when a sleeper is snoring and gently adjust the sleeper so that they're in a position that will lessen snoring. For instance, if the snorer is on their back, the bed will raise their head slightly. The 360 also comes with foot warming technology. Because the bed knows the sleeper's bedtime routine via the Sleep IQ app, sounds a little creepy big brother to me, it can warm up the foot of the bed to be toasty when the sleeper is ready to go to sleep. The company claims that research shows that people fall asleep faster when their feet are warmer than normal. Ever heard of socks? Well, finally, the bed has a smart alarm that will deliver a wake-up call at the optimal moment Sleepers can set an alarm window via the Sleep IQ app, and the bed within that time frame will deliver an alarm when the sleeper is in their lightest sleep. The Sleep IQ app can also connect the bed to external services and products like Fitbits and Nest thermostats. It can combine this data to let users know how fitness is impacting their sleep habits and let the sleeper know what temperature is best for them to fall asleep. <laughs> First of all, who needs these ridiculous things? Oh, that's right. All of those people whose sleep is now disturbed by the plethora of gadgets and appliances and technology they sleep with. How ironic. The very solution they tout is actually caused by the very solution they tout. And do we really need our bed to to connect to a thermostat? But... To those who can read between the lines, here's what the website boasts and here's what actually happens. They say the IT bed is packed with smart technology to help you get the best sleep of your life. Wireless connections sync with your smartphones. And finally, sensors inside the bed track and optimize your sleep. Think of those words, sensors, track syncs with your smartphone. People read and hear this and 
Ooh, ah, how cool. Without giving a second thought to ask the questions, what is this smart technology? What does that mean? How does it work? Does it affect me in any negative way? Well, they are giving you the answers. Wireless connections sync with your smartphone. This bed is rigged with sensors and radiation emitting wireless capability to not only sense your every move, but then is synchronized through your smartphone. Yes, your radiation emitting smartphone, one that can be hacked. Oh, so-and-so is sleeping right now. Great time to break in. The surveillance aspect of all of this smart stuff is mind-blowing, yet most of the population will happily trade their privacy for what? What is it that drives this attraction? I don't get it. So I thought I'd bring this up today in the hopes of including you in my small group of people who question before accepting, especially when it comes to unnecessary, overly advertised nonsense. And while I was studying up on this not-so-smart bed, I ran across something else I'd like to share. It's in the same vein, and the question is this. Left-sided cancer? Blame your bed and TV? This is an article by Douglas Fields, a PhD. He's the chief of the Nervous System Development and Plasticity Section at the National Institute of Child Health and Human Development and is an adjunct professor at the University of Maryland. He writes, Curiously, the cancer rate is 10% higher in the left breast than in the right. This left-sided bias holds true for both men and women, and it also applies to the skin cancer melanoma. What is responsible for the left-sided dominance and increasing incidence of these cancers? Well, an intriguing clue comes from Japan, where there is no correlation between the rates of melanoma and breast cancer as there is in the West, and there is no left-sided prevalence for either one of these diseases. Previous research shows that both men and women prefer to sleep on their right sides. Still, there is no reason to suspect that people in Japan sleep in different positions that are different from those in the West. But the beds in Japan, however, are different. The futons used for sleeping in Japan are mattresses placed directly on the bedroom floor in contrast to the elevated box springs and mattresses of beds used in the West. A link between bedroom furniture and cancer seems absurd, but this, the researchers conclude, is the answer. The first line of evidence they cite comes from a study in Sweden that revealed a strong link between the incidence of melanoma and the number of FM and TV transmission towers covering the area where the individuals lived. But now consider this, that even a TV set cannot respond to broadcast transmissions unless the weak electromagnetic waves are captured and then amplified by an appropriately designed antenna. Get this, televisions cannot transmit by themselves, but they rather need antennas. Now, antennas are simply metal objects of appropriate length sized to match the wavelength of a specific frequency of electromagnetic radiation. Electromagnetic waves are selectively amplified by metal objects that are either the same, are the half or one quarter of the wavelength of the electromagnetic wave of a specific frequency. And I know that sounds complicated, but think about this. In the United States, bed frames and box springs are made of metal, and the length of a bed is exactly half 
of the wavelength of the FM and TV transmissions that have been broadcasting since the late 1940s. Now in Japan, most beds are not made of metal and the TV broadcast system does not use the 87 to a 108 megahertz frequency that we use in Western countries. Therefore, as we sleep on our coil spring mattresses, we are in effect sleeping on an antenna that amplifies the intensity of the broadcast FM TV radiation. Asleep on these antennas, our bodies are exposed to the amplified electromagnetic radiation for a third of our lifespans. As we slumber on metal coil spring mattresses, a wave of electromagnetic radiation envelops our body so that the maximum strength of the field develops 75 centimeters above the mattress in the middle of our bodies. When sleeping on the right side, the body's left side will therefore be exposed to a field strength about twice as strong as what the right side absorbs. Now I tested one of my beds with metal coils using a simple compass to see for myself how a mattress actually interacts with the Earth's magnetic field. It was easy. I simply held the compass in my bedroom to find true north. I then headed over close to the mattress, and when I did so, the needle began to move. When I placed the compass on the bed exactly where I sleep, the needle moved so drastically that north became east. So I moved the mattress all around the room in different areas and found the same thing. The coils were acting as an antenna, picking up whatever ambient magnetic fields surround my home. Try it for yourself. Get a compass and head over to your bed. You'll be surprised. So what can you do? You can replace the metal in your beds with a non-metallic mattress or try to orient your bed like an antenna away from the direction of the local FMTV transmission tower or whatever ambient RF you're getting in your home. Call it high-tech feng shui if you like, but if this new study has not identified the cause for left-sided cancer, it will for sure be the cause of insomnia. Actually, there is an opportunity to substantially reduce the cancer burden in this society by relatively simple means, and that would be to exchange the metal spring mattress for a non-metal one, like a futon or a foam type. And now when I mention foam or other types of mattresses, huh, as always, there's another concern or a question to ask before you buy, and that is, what is this made of? Often, mattresses are made of toxic materials that off-gas forever. Now, if you ever smelled fresh paint, dry cleaning, or the inside of a new car, that's off-gassing. For example, memory foam mattresses, they're quite comfy, but stinky. It happens when volatile organic compounds break down. As opposed to being stable, these volatile or unstable compounds break apart, most commonly forming gases, therefore the term off-gassing. In mattresses, the most common place to find volatile compounds is in the foam and adhesives. They can include chlorofluorocarbons, formaldehyde, benzene, methylene chloride, boric acid, and flame retardants, and so many more, such as antimony. Antimony is a poisonous chemical similar to arsenic. However, the difference is that antimony is a metal, whereas arsenic is more of a powder, and it is used to make flame-proof materials. 
Now here's an interesting intersection, antimony and its relation to sudden infant death syndrome called SIDS. There is now a compilation of research showing that sudden infant death syndrome is likely related to toxic chemicals found within crib bedding that can be breathed in by sleeping infants, including antimony, arsenic, and phosphorus. These three chemicals of concern are added to crib mattresses as preservatives and fire retardants. However, they are also consumed, this sounds weird, by a common household fungus, which gets established in crib mattresses from babies' sweat and when they spit up. This fungus begins to consume these three chemicals and produces three nerve gases, phosphine, arsine, and stibin, all of which can be very deadly, especially to infants. So when we think about our beds, it's even more important when it comes to our children. And with all bedding comes the conversation about dust mites and other indoor allergens. Now they do make allergy relief bed covers known as dust mite encasings, but these will not work properly with certain types of beds. For instance, you cannot put a dust mite cover on a sleep number bed because it simply will not fit on the bed because of the tubes that protrude from the mattress. And you may encounter the same problem with some types of water beds. So to be effective at blocking all allergens, the cover must fully encase the entire mattress. It's kind of too bad that these allergy relief mattress covers do not fit sleep number beds because it has been found on more than many occasions that mold growth can be a big problem with these not so smart sleep number beds. Ugh, it's too much, right? Well, here are some tips to keep in mind should you decide to toss your mattress out the window. Look for no EMF producing springs, no metal coils. Look for organic, non-toxic materials that don't build up chemicals in your body. And you do want the word organic in contrast to terms such as eco-friendly or environmentally friendly or natural. I mean, these are just nice sounding claims, but does not mean that a mattress is actually organic. You may want to look for certified organic latex and organic cotton or wool. There's so much to research about mattresses that I simply cannot cover all of it today. But I merely wanted to touch on the subject and leave you to make your own decisions. Just don't be hoodooed while watching commercials on TV that attempt to amaze you with smart beds. If you truly want a good night's sleep, begin by removing technology, not adding it. Get rid of everything that plugs in or is wirelessly connected. Remove the metal objects in your bedroom as they act as antennas. And finally, if or when you can, shop for a new health enhancing mattress. Do your research and ask questions. And please don't expect the mattress salesperson to A, have a clue as to what you are talking about and B, give you the full picture. Remember, they are there to sell you a mattress. Bottom line, like everything else, especially when it comes to your health, get as educated as you can and take small steps as you Become the voice for informed choice. Sleep tight.
Listen to Pat Rulo and Speak Up Radio. Stay safe from little-known healthcare and hospital hazards. To learn more, go to speakupandstayalive.com. That's speakupandstayalive.com. Oh my, what is that sound? It's my acoustometer, measuring the amount of radiation given off by one single cell phone. The Acoustometer is a user-friendly, accurate radio frequency measurement instrument designed to enable you to make a quick and informed judgment regarding the level and nature of microwave signals in your environment, given off by cell phones, cell towers, cordless decked phones, baby monitors, Wi-Fi routers, and yes, even those Cessnas equipped with stingrays and dirt boxes. The readings are shown on both an LCD display and two series of graduated LED lights. It also has a speaker, as you just heard, that allows you to determine what type of device is creating the levels that are present. If you are serious about your health and would like to make the invisible visible, then you need a meter. I have two different models available at the website speakupandstayalive.com. Speakupandstayalive.com, and I'll send you my free ebook. Just visit the tab that says EMF Safety. If you have any kind of health symptom, from headaches to an inability to sleep, rashes to ear ringing, you need to read your environment. Get your meter that just may improve your health and prolong your life. Visit speakupandstayalive.com or call me, 440-725-5462. That's 440-725-5462. What you can't hear just may be harming you. Hi, I'm Jana Panaritas, host of the AgeWise podcast. I lived with my mother for three years after my father died, and as her primary caregiver, I was often reluctant to take time for myself, just like this caregiver who was a guest on the podcast. It took me a long time to get to that point to say, it's okay if I pay the caregiver to stay with my husband while I go get a massage or while I go shopping, because I still have to take care of myself too. Eventually, I realized that filling my needs was just as important as filling my mother's needs. Please give yourself a break by tuning in to hear the stories of caregivers just like you and me. Listen to a brand new episode at speakuptalkradio.com. To learn more about the show, visit the AgeWise website. That's A-G-E-W-Y-Z dot com. I think as a caregiver, you feel like you're so responsible for that person. And if you're not there, they're not going to be taken care of. Hi there, I'm Gina Murphy-Darling, the host of Mrs. Green's World, and I would really love for you to become a part of that world. We talk about things like the faceless villain of climate change, our compromised food supply, and about how to become a conscious consumer. But it's not all bad news. We educate, we inspire, we engage. We always leave you with some small steps you can take to make a difference for this great planet of ours and help you live the healthy life you deserve. Please visit MrsGreensWorld.com to learn more and become a part of our world. Is your microwave making you sick? Well, today we're going to take a look at how microwaved food can negatively affect your health. I've been talking to you lately about radio frequencies, electromagnetic hypersensitivity that so many of us have, but attribute it to either being tired, old, stressed, or whatever, when in fact it could just be the sea of radiation we live in today. The incessant use of cell phones, wireless computers, cordless phones, and so on. 
So when I received an email from a doctor friend of mine in Phoenix, Arizona, with an article about microwaves by Catherine Ebeling and Mike Geary, I thought I'd share their findings with you. Well, almost everyone has a microwave oven or has access to one, either at home or at work or even restaurants. I bet your favorite healthy restaurant may depend on a microwave oven to quickly heat up or cook your foods. Now, did you know that the microwave oven came about quite by accident? One day, a scientist stood directly in front of a beam of a working magnetron in his lab and discovered that a candy bar in his pocket had melted. Curious about what just happened, he placed kernels of hard corn into the beam of the magnetron tube. And you know what happened. Popcorn. So in 1945, he applied for a patent on the first radar range. And soon after, Amana introduced the first kitchen model called the radar range. Well, as good marketers, they realized that a radar range sounded scary, so they used the generic term microwave. Micro meaning small, and waves perhaps to remind us of the sun and the sea, tiny warm hearths, so small and comforting. And so the microwave eventually came to be seen as a safe and smart kitchen essential. So the question is, are microwave ovens safe, and is it okay to eat the foods cooked in them? Before I answer that question, let's just think about this from a common sense thought process. The human digestive system evolved over hundreds of thousands of years to digest food that was either raw or cooked in water or by heat. However, food cooked via microwaves is totally alien and unknown cooking method to the human digestive system. It's just common sense to me that such a radically different cooking method will alter the chemistry of the food and perhaps to negatively impact our health. So now let's get to the science of it. Let's look at how a microwave oven works. Microwaves are a form of radiation that run along the electromagnetic spectrum. The spectrum is made up of different energies, including radio and light waves. It even has gamma radiation, which is deadly to people in large doses. Each of these energies has its own identifying characteristics. These characteristics are often measured in terms of frequency. Frequency is determined by how often a wave might repeat itself. Have you ever thrown a pebble into a pond and watched the rippling waves? Well, much like a ripple in the water, microwaves have to start from a source and empty outward. And each wave will have a top and a bottom and a high and a low point. So a microwave heats food by exciting the molecules inside the food particles. When the particles get excited, they vibrate back and forth. This causes a tremendous amount of friction and therefore heat. Now, you know, if you've ever rubbed your hands together, you know that the surface of the palms can get hot or warm in a few seconds. This is because the surface of the skin has particles and rubbing them together causes friction and heat. Microwaves do the same thing, but only internally. So the food molecules vibrate up to several million times a second. This molecular vibration is what heats the food. The agitation then deforms the molecules in the food and creates new unnatural compounds previously unknown to nature. These strange foreign compounds in microwave food have been shown to damage the blood, the digestive system, and our immune systems. Extensive research was conducted in both Switzerland and Russia on microwave foods and their effects on the human body. Both studies concluded that microwaving foods significantly deteriorated the nutrient value of the food, distorted protein molecules in the food, and created new, radically unnatural compounds. 
Most alarming, however, was that the subject's health deteriorated from eating the microwave foods. Some of their findings included blood hemoglobin, that's the extremely important oxygen-carrying component of the blood, decreased significantly after eating microwave foods. The white blood cell count rose, as it does in response to an infection. LDL cholesterol, that's the bad cholesterol, increased. And HDL cholesterol, the good guys, decreased. Carcinogenic, which means cancer-causing agents in the food, increased, which can cause digestive system cancers. So when food is cooked in a microwave oven, it has significantly less B vitamins, C vitamins, vitamin E, essential minerals and fats, broken down and denatured proteins, loss of vital enzymes. So you're saying, all right, well, maybe is it just okay to heat leftovers in the microwave just once in a while? Here's the answer. No, I no longer use my microwave and I haven't missed it at all. There are far healthier and better alternatives. So today, I ask you to try and experiment. Spend this next week microwave oven free. We get enough of this harmful radiation from our cell phones, Wi-Fis, and so on without voluntarily eating it. So can you do it? I think you can, and you should. And by the way, I've posted this segment on our website, speakupandstayalive.com. Please feel free to email that link to this page to your friends and family so they can make the smart decision to throw out their microwaves and protect their family's health. Well, there you have it. Lots to think about and plenty to share with others. And to do so, simply head over to the website, speakupandstayalive.com, where you can listen to today's show again and hear previous episodes, all under the Radio Archives button. And while you're there, visit the shop page to get a copy of the life-saving book, Speak Up and Stay Alive, Your Hospital Survival Guide. And if you just need more of me, invite me to speak to your group, club, church, business, or hospital. My presentations are fun, fast-paced, informative, and life-saving. Visit speakupandstayalive.com for more information. Email me at pat at speakupandstayalive.com or call me and leave a message on the radio studio line 440-725-5462. That is 440-725-5462. Well, that is it for today. Until next time, I hope you have a healthy and a happy week. I am Pat Rulo, and I am the voice for Informed Choice. Are you in the market to purchase a home? Are you thinking of selling yours? Well, I personally worked with the McCaskey team, 440 773-5542 or visit their website mccaskeyteam.com mccaskeyteam.com